0: welcome to going off track. I'm hey, jo- uh, 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 I'm Jonah Brad. and this I is Brad. Brad and we were joined on this podcast by Stephen Smith.
1: You might know him from um Going Off Track podcast. Going Off
0: Track podcast or Stephen's Untold Rock show. Um <laughs> Stephen, yeah. The, our favorite podcasts are obviously the ones with Stephen who started the podcast with us, so it's <laughs> always a treat to have him back and he was here in person.
1: Yeah. Not we Skype. We get to touch him and smell him. Yeah, and he smells and feels amazing really, really amazing sometime, you should if you ever get a chance to touch him or smell him you should totally do it get in there (laughs) Um, how's it going Brad? things are good you know it's uh, we've got a real cold snap here in NYC which is probably okay because it's fucking winter and we deserve it that's true yeah,
0: it's been really nice. I, I sort of, I don't know if it's because I grew up in Cleveland and went to school in upstate New York. I like it when it's cold.
1: When it's bitter cold? when
0: it's Not when it's like so cold where like your face hurts. Right. That's but difficult. when it's just like a little chill, I feel like it kind of wakes you up. It makes you feel alive. I oh, yeah, kind of yeah, miss yeah. it.
1: I, I, you know what I like is like people, you know, when I tell people that I ride my bike to work, they, you know, they're like, well, not in the cold winter, right? I'm like, no, dude, that's the best time. Cause yeah. Actually, it's more, I was thinking about this coming over the bridge today. The bridge, is it definitely adds a level because the wind can be really piercing. But, like, when I leave the house, I fucking completely bundle up. So I have a face mask. I wear ski goggles. And, like, it's it's actually more comfortable than if I was standing at the bus stop waiting for the bus. Because I'm not going to wear, well, I might wear a scarf, but I'm not going to put fucking... Goggles
0: on. When I was you know? doing a lot of distance running and marathons and stuff, I would run. People would be like oh, it's so cold to run. I'm like, no, dude, you you get running tight. Like you get the right gear, and then once you're running for three minutes, your body heats up so oh, yeah. much that you're sweating. You feel great. Oh, like yeah, it I doesn't feel actually.
1: Cold. I can even on a day like today, I only wear three layers and and my coat is is really light. It's not like a winter coat. It's like a pretty thin coat. But yeah, because I heat up once I get going uphill. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Welcome, Winter.
0: Here it is. Here it is. And what better way to ring it in on going off track than with today's guest, someone I have been trying to get on the podcast. We've been emailing about coming on the podcast probably since we started, which was like, like four years ago. Jesus. Three and, yeah. and a half, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brian Fallon, uh, who's singer for the Gaslight Anthem. And uh, yeah, he they're just they were just on tour so much. And then, you know, he did this horrible Crows record. And then he was in this producing this band the scandals i believe and that he was doing his solo record so it's just been really hard and he lives in jersey so it's hard to make time but brian uh made time to come in which is awesome and just as he was finishing up his solo record painkillers with butch walker the electric lady and that comes out on island records march 11th and uh i got an early copy of it and i can't stop listening to it really it's fantastic yeah i mean i've always been a fan of gaslight and this charming man all, all, everything brian's done but um i think the record is exactly what it should be if that makes any sense
1: that's uh, yeah that says a lot
0: yeah so it's great um so definitely check out his record he's uh touring um with a full band so uh check out see when he's coming to your town um and uh yeah brian's a super sweet dude and so I'm glad he came in. Um, obviously, we love Benny from Gaslight. Mm-hmm. Frequent going off track guest host. The um, band has
1: a good reputation with us. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We just like them. We like all of <laughs> them as individuals and as, as a band. So, um, yeah, I'm going to shut up, and you can listen to our conversation with Brian Fallon. It's going off track! <laughs>
2: Did you ever see that movie, um... Uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yes, Yes. Of course, anytime. Classic. Love it. Love it. Like w- went to see it multiple times in the theater. I was such a nerd for it. That line where they're like, "They talked shit about us on the internet." <laughs> That's what the internet is for: slandering people anonymously. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go to his house at the they end. Go to his retro. And it's all kids, and they beat up all kids. Yeah. So what's wrong with that? You, are you Magnolia <laughs> fan? <Yeah. laughs> Six seven two. Yeah. Let's magnolia do, fan hold on a minute wait what let's please have the balls to recite the entire movie this entire yeah, podcast that's, that's <laughs> good like, yeah we should do that it'd be our best episode probably <laughs> buddy like in college who would get stoned and if you started he he could not stop doing caddyshack he would go from beginning to end reciting the whole that's thing that's amazing and wow. he would actually get annoyed by it because it was almost like an OCD thing. People got annoyed by that. That's he got a, annoyed by it. Oh, he would be like, it. hey, and oh, like you would
1: have to do he'd it. He'd do the first
2: line and then he'd have to finish the whole thing. Oh, <laughs> hours of enjoyment.
1: That's a brutal.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, would he get a cue? Like, would somebody say something that reminded Usually him? Usually my it? roommate, Kevin.
1: <laughs> I kind of wow. like that. I'd no. I'd like to experience that once.
2: Yeah, it'd be fun once. But I love Kevin was kind of ruthless. He would do it over and over and over again. <laughs> Kind of roommate who, when if you brought a girl back, he would just walk around in his boxers and fart. You're know, like, yeah. Classy. Uh, <laughs> pretty, pretty classy. He's confident. confident.
0: So what's up? (laughs) Speaking of classy,
2: Brian Fallon. Brian Fallon! Speaking of classy. (laughs) Yeah! That's awesome. Forever in a day. Good segue.
0: Thank you so much. It's kind of my thing. You cannot beat that. (laughs) Speaking
1: of classy. Segway king. Uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah. We've been trying to get you in here for so long. It's been a long time. Yeah.
1: I'm so glad you're here.
3: Thank you. I'm
0: glad to be here. Yeah. It took
1: a while.
3: Yeah. I'm not sure why that is. I think you're... on.
0: You've been on tour a lot for the last few years. Now, I've been on Twitter a lot, yeah. And
3: Twitter, too? I'm, so I'm always busy with
2: Twitter. Yeah, I you've been tweeting here. a lot. It's pretty important. Yeah,
3: I'm always on tour. Yeah. Yeah. And when I'm not, I don't think I want to talk. I think I spent so much time talking that I completely shut off. Like, the ride home from a tour is notoriously <laughs> silent. And everyone goes, what's wrong with you? And I just don't... I, 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 jokes are done, dude. <laughs> I, I have no more jokes. I use them all up these last three weeks. Remember that? And everyone goes, What? It's not so fun when you're driving home or flying home especially you're sleeping and people want to sit next to you on the you know that you know we've already said everything we're tapped yeah. done yeah friendship pause <laughs> you know i don't know how much so these to say you guys know all about that
2: more than i do because you well, guys have toured a bunch
3: although
0: uh benny loves coming in here all the yeah. time any chance he gets
2: Benny likes to talk
0: yeah benny he's good at talking he's good at he talking. makes me feel like i'm not that
3: good at talking well he is always he always has something new and interesting to say though yeah, that's the trick about Benny. He's um, he's always got something new every morning. Something new. But he's, like he's excited got,
1: about stuff. He's yeah, excited about
3: it. Well, and he reads and stuff. You know, <laughs> things I can't. Benny's got a lot of talents that I can't. I can't do. No reading. He reads the pa- reads the paper. <laughs> then he pulls out a sports thing, and I just get Check completely lost. News. Yeah, he knows everything about sports, dude. He he helped some un- person that will name go unnamed uh, win thousands of dollars. Yes, because well, of his knowledge.
2: On who wants to be a sports. millionaire or what? On sports. sports. Oh, really? He's a genius. He has
3: this uncanny knowledge to just recite every stat of everyone. From college all the way to professional. Really? Like, he's really talented. Ben's got it. No he's, he's in the wrong gig. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bookie thing or something. You know, is that they still call him bookies
1: today? Ben the bookie. Ben the <laughs> bookie.
3: No, he shouldn't be the bookie. He should advise the bets. Right. He should be like a... The, Set,
1: uh, what do they call it? The guy that sets the... Um,
3: the f- it was Nicole Kidman. It was the informant that movie. What That's is it what that, you're that you call the
1: person who sets the uh, the odds? The odds maker.
3: Uh, it Something depends like on your religion, the but
1: yeah. <laughs> the odds for the bets. <laughs> There's somebody behind the scenes for all those like sports betting who sets what the odds are. Like what what the payoff should be. That's what you're saying, Benny. I want to be use. that guy. <laughs> it's,
2: it's called leverage. I'm, I'm looking forward to that dude who now has to handle the um the the video game, the electronic sports. Now that like ESPN is going to start covering that, they so are it's just going. Oh yeah, it's going to be like. Just,
0: what do you mean the electronics?
2: So there's like game, like video, video games. games, like guys who are like teams of Halo players who would just get up and they compete and they and they win like it's winner take all. It's like millions of stuff, but you're basically just watching a screen and dudes also watching a screen. Yep. <laughs> And that's the game. But, right. there's, but now ESPN is going to cover this. It's like when they figured out how to cover online poker. Like, what if we put a camera on the table? And then everybody wears sunglasses. Yeah. And everyone's like, what? Yeah. Freaking that out. Right? I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. I just like how uh, fantasy football is cool, but Dungeons and Dragons just never will be. Fantasy football trips me up because it's not real. It's uh, fantasy. Exa- <laughs> yeah. So it's not. Says don't it says it in understand. the name. Yeah. <laughs> I like but, it.
3: I like it when people get put in this.
0: Position. I don't know anything about sports, but I've been with people who are like, "Well, I want this guy to score because it's good for my fantasy team." But it's my hometown team again, so I kind of want him not to score. And I'm yeah. just like,
3: "Dude, like, what is going on with
0: your I life? Think-
1: <laughs> is not this game complicated yeah. enough?" <laughs> I think- got <laughs> like
3: yeah. Well, Derek Jeter left baseball, and everything went downhill. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> what uh, what button is it? That? Oh, that's a Tom Waits button. Nice. Yeah, got, uh, Alex got it for me. Um, he gave it to me when I saw him in Nashville it's that um, I can't remember who took that photo the guy who did the YouTube photos always uses oh, black and white I
0: know
2: who you're talking about Anton Corbin Corbin, Corbin. Corbin. yeah that's the one he did that yeah. um, Joy Division movie yeah I take right. it off
3: whenever I see Danny Clinch I just take it off right off you know, fuck it you can't do it yeah well, because I don't want to do a competition Bob
2: growing you can't even talk yeah to both fo- photograph
3: Tom just take it off <laughs> I think really they should take it off because they've, they've met Tom Waits, which is cool. You met never Tom met him? No. Nah. I have a list. I have a list of celebs. celebs.
1: Yeah?
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm a big celeb guy. I like really? celebs. Yeah. I'm not so much interested in what they're doing, but I just want to see them do it. Who's, yeah. Who's top five? Top five celebs? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Tastemakers. Who are they? Well, uh, T. Waits. Big one. Yeah, big
1: oh, yeah. One. You yeah. know,
3: it's like a, like a rare bird. You want to <laughs> sort of look at from afar, mm-hmm. but not too near. Um... Yeah, uh, there's so many celebs. Uh, big fan of Noel Gallagher's speeches and interviews. Yeah, man. like that yeah, guy I mean. gets away with a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's, don't he's fucking wear short to say anything. He says anything. <laughs> anything makes fun of everybody. Yeah, nobody, nobody gets mad mm-hmm. at him.
2: And, then and he's like, invited to like go to talk to the prime minister in the same yeah. breath, like same time. Yeah. Love him. Uh, who else? Mm, big celebs. Uh, Bob <laughs> Dylan. I don't think that I
3: want to meet him but I like... I'm, see,
1: that's another list, but maybe the celebs that you hold in such high esteem that you don't want to meet them. I don't think I want to meet any of them, You don't really. want to break the, you know, the myth.
3: Yeah, like I'm a museum of celebs, rare celebs, like in the, uh, you know, the Museum of Natural History, you know? Just walk by them in glass.
2: <laughs> see what they're doing. Put a camera in there.
1: <laughs> that might break the myth. Kitchen
2: or something. First, you got to entice them to get in the glass. Well, you put a camera in the kitchen. Waits would do it. Waits might do it. He'd do it. I think, yeah, I second. think
1: so. Let me see who else is good Camera in the kitchen. Yeah. Sounds like a Because people show.
3: do interesting work in the kitchen. Yeah. Well, that's that where you true. do
1: all your interesting Yeah,
3: sometimes stuff. you're taking out the garbage, washing dishes, and then sometimes you're really thinking. Yeah. You don't know. You catch people off guard in the kitchen. I feel there's several places in the home that you can be yourself. Kitchen. Bathroom, kitchen. <laughs> nobody's cool in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, nobody's super hardcore. Like, you could take the toughest guy ever. No one's hardcore over breakfast. <laughs> no one. Because you're still kind of groggy. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, if you got to be hard right as you wake up, tough, <laughs> tough gig. That's, that's, that's not me.
1: You can work. be cranky. Man, I can't do that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like, well, I mean, in general. Cranky but not tough. You can be cranky. I, I find that you, you generally find, see, this is going to go somewhere else because, <laughs> you know, I, I, I haven't met a woman who is not able to get over that morning crankiness with... You know, thoroughly. Like a man, I struggle in the morning. Struggle. Heavy struggle. Yeah. Just to wake up, get out of bed. I'm with you. Talk to anybody. Hallelujah. I never met a woman that had that much problems getting out of bed. (laughs) Another reason that they're just kind of better than us.
2: Interesting. See, I'd like to counter that. I think. You got an angry woman in the morning? (laughs) I I got a woman in the morning who won't get up. (laughs) Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Never heard of it. Oh, yeah, she She, doesn't exist. Doesn't set set an alarm, waits for children to come in and. Wake us all up. That Yeah. You're just, yes, you're, you're, you're,
1: can I go get a guitar? Yeah. You're writing a blues song here.
2: Oh, then no. no I got an angry woman in the morning. <laughs> <That's, laughs> yeah. She won't get up. Do you but know she, what I'm talking about? about she, she goes to work you, every day. She's the one who goes to work every day, yeah. That's, that's, you, that's, that's why she's so angry. That's why. <laughs> when you are <were> a
3: kid, <laughs> mom, always up, right? Usually. Yep. Right?
0: Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. How many sisters you got? One or two? One. I got
3: one sister. Always up? Mm, she sleeps less than me, but not as bad in the morning. What would you say, grumpy? You don't have not to say as grumpy.
0: I'm grumpier in the morning.
3: Re- yeah. See, that's yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm not sure whether I've come up with a theory that's true or whether I'm finding things to support it, <laughs> like a tabloid. <laughs> no, have I a-
1: have. We have a rule in my house that we're not allowed to discuss uh, like certain important. Well, we're not allowed to discuss anything that's actually important before like I've had like two cups of coffee. Dig it. That's a rule. Uh, you know, you know. You they
3: say know thyself, and you <laughs> do, because you're like I can't handle this no. in the morning. I I can't handle.
2: handle it. No. no. Do, you have, do you have siblings?
3: No. No, it's all none. You. Yeah, just all me. It's like, <laughs> it's all me. <laughs> I, but I I don't know. I I don't. I just kind of was worried about me waking up in the morning. Mm-hmm. I used to have a lot of trouble waking up to an alarm. Got fired countless times from Oh that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to have to drive my sister to school, and she was like all AP classes. I was not AP classes, Show off. and she would be late every day because of me. Like, just like Jonah, can we please be on time? And I'd be like listening to no effects. like yeah. whatever eating cinnamon toast crunch. Like, who cares? Yeah. And it's amazing that she she got such good grades because she was always late, and it was a hundred percent my fault. I did not care. But you you had to drive. I had to
2: drive. I was older, so oh, I think this older. was like yeah. That's the ticket. Yeah. Eating cinnamon toast means cinnamon toast crunch means you don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can't. You're just like, eh, what? I'm, I'm done. My day's not going to make any I can better. make Cinnamon yeah. Toast, but I'm not going. Yeah. No I'm to buy a box of
0: it. No girls will talk to me. <laughs> the highlight of my day is going to be eating the Cinnamon Toast Crunch.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's good I'm shit. I'm with you.
0: Yeah. Imagine Before I had this that. cool mustache.
2: See? No girls will it's talk to it me. It's a solid mustache. Thank Thank you. You. <laughs> We've been documenting that mustache on on the, 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 the gram. Yeah, check out my Instagram. for. I, yeah. was, I
0: was on the road for a couple of weeks, and I was just experimenting with goatees. And I think this is... That's cool. Yeah, thanks. I heard you became a different person was, on the road. I did become. Well, what happened was <laughs> I, I I went to California for some work stuff, and see some friends and stuff. And then I, uh, did some band pianos become the teeth? I've heard, heard of them. them. Yeah. Um, two of the guys in that band are in United Nations with me and Jeff. Okay, and they're on tour with the Men Zingers and me with you. Oh, yeah. And so they were like, you should just hop on tour and come back with us. So I rode with them for like two weeks, but I didn't have. Any warm clothing? I thought I was just going to LA for like three days, and I yeah. found myself in like Chicago in like a blizzard. Yeah. So I was just borrowing. My uncle gave me this leather jacket with like a fake built-in hoodie mm. that was like four sizes too big. I shaved this weird facial hair. Yeah. And by like, I was meeting people, and I would meet them. I'd be like, "Hey, I'm Jonah." I'd be like, "I don't normally look like I felt like yeah. I had to qualify everything. Sure. Like I look like I'm in like a new metal band.
3: It's all right. I think that's okay. But I understand that. Yeah. You can't get too big of a coat.
0: You can't. No, it well, it's also yeah. like, it's the way, it's like the shiny, you know, like, it's, oh. it's a texture that's like, it's. it was a strong statement that yeah. I didn't really fully back.
1: <laughs> was it co was it? White? No. I'm Would saying, you call it Eastern European? A little
0: bit. It was, by the way, it was so nice of my uncle to give it to me and it was very warm <laughs> and it saved my life probably, but I just felt like it, it was very suggestive of like... Being disturbed, maybe. Did you feel maybe. like
2: you could okay. go out and hunt and kill a seal and it'd be okay? Mm, maybe. Adult seal. Adult seal. Yeah, that's good. Maybe an adult seal. At least that's more humane. Speaking of coats,
3: this coat is good. I got my eyeball on this coat. You got a <laughs> good one, coat, man. Brad's,
1: it's a shirt coat.
3: Yeah, but it's a good Where's coat. Where's that
1: from, Brad? <laughs> it's a shirt coat. Where'd, Where'd you get that? I don't know. Wifey got it.
3: Don't. It's probably top everybody man. says that.
1: She did it's- You go where'd you get No you You always say Where'd
3: you no, get that pants No you a solid rule go, About fashion Adam, he, lets, he, lets, he
2: lets the lady do it That's a good
3: I got a little woman And she <laughs> picks out All my clothes That's a good fit too Good fit Good Thank coat I like right? it I'm not messing with you at <laughs> all I really like it People always think that Whenever you pay them a compliment That <laughs> no, you're making fun of them And I'm not Ever
1: mm. well, Bring how, it on I'll take it either how, way Yeah
3: it's yeah. a good one How <laughs> often do
0: you go shopping For clothes
3: Well it's a mood thing Yeah Yeah Like if I get super stressed out, I'm like, I need a coat. Today. Now. Yeah. Mary J needs a coat now. Like, and it's deadly serious too. It I don't know, it's like a way to cope. I never I never got into drugs, so Shopping's cool mm-hmm. But I get I get really I have ups I'm still and downs throwing money with away the shopping. It's not really throwing money away I mean if you're wearing it It's like wearing money
2: Yeah, yeah I guess that's true You know yeah. what I
3: mean But you don't go crazy Like you don't You don't go shopping At like a crazy place Or spend a bunch of money But sometimes you just need A new pair of socks Or something Or a coat Or something Like a, I, dude, a jacket I,
2: I fucking hate it. I try to avoid clothes shopping And I just like I like things just showing up Okay Like uh, online? No like, like someone saying Here have some socks Like that's Oh Give them to me like I wear yeah, that could be I easy. I wear free shit. Okay, but like I don't get free things. So if I get <clears> something, <throat> I tend to wear it for a few years.
3: <laughs> I'm doing it all wrong. I and all this time in in the you know in the music biz, as mm-hmm, they say, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I I never went to the 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 companies and said, hey, can I have some free stuff? They'll right. give I, it to you. I I heard that they will. Yeah, yeah, but not not lately. i you know I might be too afraid to say it publicly <laughs> to someone. Like hey, I wear. Whatever you don't have to yeah. say, you just gotta wear it. Yeah, I could wear. It. I mean, I wear stuff anyway. Yeah, right. You gotta so, wear something.
0: Yeah,
2: I don't I trust them to pick it a free out. coat. Someone said, "Can you mention the name of this coat on TV and we'll give it to you?" And I went, like, "Yeah, I don't give a shit." Why wouldn't you? You're already a whore. You're just dicking around about price. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure, I like that. So Thank I was you. like, "Here's that coat." Now it does not fit me anymore, but no. it's still <laughs> there. <laughs> well, I'm sure they give you another one. Nah, no, nah. The uh, the stay-at-home dad gig doesn't really go for the free stuff. When you really need it, the free stuff doesn't show up. That's the, thing. That's the truth about yeah. everything.
1: Here's our target. Um, our target market is, is, is just two little twins, <laughs> two little four-year-old girls. That's it. That's, That's all it. we're trying to appeal to. So we, would you wear this around I have the that house? demo. I have <laughs> yeah. it. It lives in my house. Which I, we'd like you to wear these clothes around these girls. Four to six, yes. <laughs> and then, Before, buy, then buying market. them
2: fricking clothes. Mm. I just, that just makes you angry Because you're like You're going to grow out of it In a week Hand can, me down That's it's can, all about Do they yeah, have the their,
0: network? their own Like can they just wear Like whatever Like do they have clothes That are just for them Or can they wear each other's stuff No
2: we, they have to wear our clothes They have to be home. I thought you meant Yeah can you wear Like
3: no they're kids man They can't wear <laughs> adult clothes It'll be like It's like Remember that big coat <laughs> I have, But worse I have
2: to buy everything 100% cotton and trinket Everything I own <laughs> Why? <laughs> so they can wear it Oh for That's you That's not no, what I them. meant Okay <laughs> No everything you buy for yourself I don't buy things for myself. People give it to me. We've established this. All oh, right. I want and free Then shit.
0: you shrink it and give it to. Your kids. <laughs> then I shrink it and give it to the children. dude.
2: We should get a, a thing going though. Free <laughs> things. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Well, I mean, sure. wherever you got that coat from, <laughs> call them up.
1: Free? It was not free. I'm sure it wasn't, but still, it looks <laughs> great. I'm going to check that tag. If you're not weirded I'll, out by that, I'm going to. I'll send them this podcast and say. Yeah, give Brian a
3: well. I, I, we didn't say the name though. I think that's part of the deal. <laughs>
1: I did. I said. I said. Top you know. Man. I, oh, but I'm top not, man. I think so, but I'm top not topic? positive. Very English, top man. Nice. Top man. Yeah. You know, or I very like gay. That. Us little guys have to go for the Euro fashions. That's like the only it. shit that fits. Me too. That's what I do. Yeah, yeah.
3: I like it. Very short. I, every- I try to say that I'm not, but. <laughs> but lots of big celebs, short. Oh my yes. god, yeah. Yeah.
1: We like to call it average yeah. average size.
3: Still Under on, average, still I on, like, five, you know five six. Uh stallone. Stallone, five, That's six. who came to
2: your mind when I said <laughs> celebs? <laughs> yeah, because I was heard he was really short, and I got to interview him a couple years ago, and I was like, motherfucker, he's really short. Super smart, I yeah. heard. Arnold uh, very smart. Yeah. Very smart. Yeah, he um very smart and like a like notorious anti gun advocate. Anti-gun. Anti-gun. Does so he know that he did that movie Rambo <laughs> and there was Cobra? There's yeah. some guns in those movies. Oh, yeah. Right? Cabretti. Yeah, there you go. A couple guns on the cover. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop my mom will shoot. Maybe Tango yes. and Cash. Tango and Cash. Gun. Tango and Cash. <laughs> yeah. Of course, Tango and Cash. What other movies? What? How about this? What movies has Stallone been in without a gun? Rocky, but he had guns. Yes. <laughs> <That's> true, <yeah. laughs> Big bomb. Yeah. Nice. Stallone, Stallone without a gun. Oh, my God. Cliffhanger. What's oh, Yeah, both hands tied up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Are you? There was not any guns in Clifton. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there had there no been guns. <laughs> just, just that one yeah. scene. There was yeah. one scene.
2: He only had his hands <laughs> tied up that yeah. one scene. So I can't get out of the thing. Yeah. Uh, um, this is so, yeah. really perfect. You, you still in Jersey?
3: Yeah. Right on. I, I went to New York a bunch of years ago, lots of years ago, mm-hmm. and then I quickly left. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's just very expensive. Oh yes, yes indeed. Yeah, I have so much less money than you think I have. <laughs> <laughs> so much—not
2: than you, but everybody else. Oh no, are you rich yet? No. God no. <laughs> but thank you. Yeah, but no. Yeah, I think it was—I think it was, uh, think it was Jeff Rickley who wrote this thing. Was like uh, for all of you who think I'm rich, let me give you the breakdown. He like wrote it out of like what I make and like how it works is a band from like major label on and everything and like you as like. You honestly don't get it.
3: I do remember that being 24. I was probably 24. And I remember saying to someone out loud, dude, we just got signed. We're going to be like Thursday. They're so big and rich. (laughs) (laughs) Like just completely clueless of the actual predicament that, you know, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know if those guys ever got, you know, maybe they were smart, but, uh, they they were they i remember they seemed massive they seemed like queen to me mm. like i was just like you guys play starland ballroom <laughs> like there's not a person on the earth who doesn't know who thursday is i really thought that and you know it just like floored me when i was like wait wait a minute i was like those oh oh this is different <laughs> yeah cuz there's like a third wall you know mm-hmm. there's like You're, you're, you're not signed, you're in a band and you play on the weekends. Then there's like, you are signed and you're in a band. And the funny thing is you go from, I'm signed to my friend's indie label that lives down the street, all the way up to I'm signed to a major label. You're all the same. That whole middle ground, it's all the same. Whether you're playing a VFW hall and you're piebald, who I just read about this morning for weird reason. But I remember thinking they were huge too piebald that level, you know, to like like an, like an indie band that has got a lot of success or like any of those bands to maybe like, oh, uh, I can't even think of who, but anyway, like a giant band when you're just below that like Green Day status, you know, when you're, you're right below that, there is such a massive gap in there, like financially <clears throat> and, and, and what you actually have to do and how many of those guys have jobs and things like that, like aside from being in a band.
2: Oh, yeah. It's it's actually it's funny. It's like finding out that you know your your elementary school teacher works on the weekends. Yeah, you're like, like why? why would why would you do that? <laughs> and this is a great job. Yeah, you know, do you like me? Yeah, and then they find out they don't. Yeah, at all. It's like Pretty if much. You're, if
1: you're like a yeah, if you're like a touring touring band, everybody knows your name. You're like a blue collar guy. Yeah, yeah. It's not. You're not. You're not Lady Gaga.
2: No. Just kicking the tires,
1: blue collar. Yeah, no. so you don't want to be here
2: anyway because she sucks.
1: But when you have to <laughs> do something
3: like that, I think it's odd. It's like an odd position. I was just talking to somebody about this where your friends kind of go, like, say you're like a band, like, remember when I was a little later than that, like 26 or something like that. I, th- I remember thinking Lucero was giant too, right? You know, and being like, well, this band's huge, they, they're like Blink 182, they're giant, you know. And in my head, not knowing that. You know, they probably might have had gigs as like a bartender at some of those stages because this was early on in their career. This wasn't yeah. later. And I remember being shocked by that and being like, well, "What? Why do you do that? You just like dig the bar or something, <laughs> or are you looking for ideas, or like, but, are, but, you, uh, are, you, are you like on set? You know, like some people would get jobs like just to get ideas, like right. actors." You're like I'm gonna play a gas station attendant, so I'm gonna get a job at a gas station. And you're like Ryan Felipe, where you been? Oh man, I'm regular unleaded. And you're like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm just pumping gas, getting in character.
2: And you're like, all right. And you say, why not just pretend, motherfucker? You're an actor.
3: Yeah,
0: but I think it goes back to what you're saying, like because Lucero, what from like Athens or I think they're from Tennessee, Tennessee. Yeah. yeah, it's like I think if you have a low overhead, low cost of living, yep, then it's not as if you're in a band like that, it's maybe not as hard to support yourself. If you're living here, it's like, I feel like you have to... Oh,
2: yeah, like, crazy. <laughs> it's like whenever you travel outside of, you know, New York metropolitan area, and you're like, look at that house. Fuck, we could have that house. Yeah. With yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, every band, every New York
1: band that I've known, including myself, like, you get to a certain point, and you're like, you, get up, you give up your apartment. You get to that point where you're like, Okay, I'm going to sleep on my friend's floors when I come home.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you As can't As opposed to be. sleeping on floors when you're on tour because you're fucking... You're on tour eight months. You're not going to... How, how long were you here for?
3: Here where? In New on York. The, on the planet? <laughs> oh, <laughs> how
0: long were you in New York? Do you know? Three years. Three years? <laughs> yeah. Oh.
3: Three, two and a half, three years, something like that. Mm-hmm. Two years, three years, I don't remember. But uh, Were you
0: in Brooklyn? Or yeah.
3: Something? Yeah. In, uh, it, it was cool. Like, it, it's cool that you have so much stuff around, you know, like that there's everything to do. But... Contrary to my personality, that doesn't work because I don't go out. Stay inside. I like that better.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Safe. <laughs> or unsafe because <laughs> you keep thinking and thinking.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. But what do you do in your home? Nothing. Read. I think. Stuff. What do you like to read? Stuff. Books. <laughs> words. Usually. <laughs> um, well, is avoid specifics in that list or?
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't like to tie myself down because then, like, you know, next week I'm not going to like that. Hmm. You know, it's really up and down. It's, it's hard to please my
2: myself. Super <laughs> difficult person to deal with. So you always have, like, a couple of different things that juggle at yeah.
3: once? Like, no, normally what I do is, uh, like, I, I try to, look, I, I look at it as, like, periods of time. Like, if I'm just home and I'm not, like, writing a record or not going to go on tour, it's it's just ga- gathering information, just pouring it in, whatever mm-hmm. I can find. Like, I, like for no reason whatsoever yesterday, I watched that movie, uh, Quadrophenia. I'd just never seen it. But I've never seen anything or read anything. That's the truth. Like, not anything at all. But I've never read or seen the classics. Like, you guys were talking about Caddyshack. Never seen it. Oh. Never seen Airplane. Never seen mm. any of that movie. But I don't know why. I just never have. So now I'm sort of getting it as a 35-year-old. And I'm like, wow, this is... Okay, this is cool. And some of it, you're like, I don't get it. You know, and I, like when I was watching Quadrophenia yesterday, I was like, I get this. And this is awesome. And I'm into it. But why is this guy so angry? And then it kind of ends. And you're just like, what, mm-hmm. what well, does he go to college? Does he get a 401k or does he just like <laughs> stick it to the man? You know, like what happens? Now what's Sting doing in here? Yeah. And why is he a bellboy? <laughs> yeah. I was like, Sting is so <laughs> famous at this point, but maybe Sting
2: had a second job. I don't think he was that. <laughs> what year was that? I don't think he was that. that s- 78, <clears throat> 79, 79. So, what so was the that? police were
1: definitely had come out and had a first, maybe their second.
2: That was second but race. not every breath you take big. No, it's yeah. like we're at a Blanc. Big. Yeah. I don't know what that is. That's uh, that's uh, that's this. Was it second, third, third police record that basically means reggae for white people? Oh, which is which is that they knew what they were talking about. They knew what they were selling. It's like college. Yeah. Oh, yeah, college is definitely reggae yeah. for white people. Yeah, that's where I kind of cemented. Wow, I don't like this at all. <laughs> yeah, you like yeah,
3: but that's why they invented like quadrifonia because it was ska was kind of like okay reggae for white people sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes.
0: Did you have a ska phase at all?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I definitely did. Yeah. I, I like, um, I was fortunate that I had a lot of older kids around me that were in their mid-twenties at the time that I was about 14 or 13, and, and they showed me, like, some of the, uh, like, the Body Snatchers and some of those bands. So I was kind of catching a different thing than, like, what was going out into the public. Like, I, I missed over the Real Big Fish thing completely. And, uh, I got like the uh, cassette tapes of the specials and and uh, and that kind of stuff really early, but it wasn't to any of my credit. So that what was, was that
2: situation? People. Why were you fourteen hanging out with twenty year olds? Because
3: they were the only punk rock kids in the town. Uh-huh. There was nobody else, and I and I was getting beat up, <laughs> and they would stop me from getting beat up. So because you know you you live in a, a small town in northwestern New Jersey, uh, in Nineteen ninety-two or three, you know, and you you shave your head into a, like a mohawk, and you start wearing like, you know, spikes, and you're making your pants, and there's patches everywhere. The football team don't like that, so <laughs> you get you you get the drive by, <laughs> stopping the car, mm-hmm. and the, you know, yelling the, you know, all kinds of obscenities at you that you're like that Twitter would erupt in today, <laughs> just go bananas. I mean, you know, it, that 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 happened quite a bit, you know, and then like you were too weird for the skateboard kids they didn't like you so they were hitting you with skateboards and the, the the jockey kids didn't like you girls didn't like you but the punk rockers liked you you know and then there was uh there was this like group of um these like skinhead kids that weren't like uh they weren't into the racist thing at all and they had gotten uh more into like the reggae kind of thing and the uh, maybe a little moddy very moddy i would mm-hmm. say Actually, now that I think back and more, mm-hmm. more I reflect on that. So, and I was way into it. I was like, Oh dude, cool. You can like, you can be punk, but you don't have to be dirty. And that's like a moddy thing. I like that. And I was way into that. Um, and you know, they, they,
2: they definitely stopped the skateboards from flying in my head. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. What got you into punk? Do you remember, was it a specific band or?
3: Um, yeah. I mean, you know, truth be told, it's probably like rancid on 120 minutes and like just being 11 or 12 and flipping through late at night i used to try and stay up as late as i could to watch 120 minutes and i would watch it and i and that, that rancid video for radio i think it was okay. that was probably them or something like that you know not not super super like edgy or anything it was just like i didn't have any older brothers i was like oh, radio station like <laughs> Check these guys out. They look crazy, and that song rules. <laughs> you know, and I still think they rule. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Have you heard the NoFX
0: cover of that? No. That's great. It's pretty that's, good. Is they is play it, it live a series? lot, yeah. No,
3: that's cool. Yeah. No, that's a good oh, they movie. did a, They covered each other's songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never heard that. I yeah. should hear that. You should check it out. It's pretty yeah, good. I will. But all that stuff, it was like this kind of cool, like, it was like Columbia Music <clears> House for tapes, but you, you just did it with your friends and you didn't have to pay the 20 cents or whatever it was. <laughs> no stamps involved. <laughs> Dude. so they would give it yeah i got no effects this tape around that time and like but i had this cool sort of wealth of knowledge coming from these older kids where they, they were giving me you know like the exploited and stuff which i that was a little too heavy for me i was like oh this guy sounds super angry i'm like i'm not really that angry i'm like i don't i don't even want to start a war at all like not not even a little bit you don't want to riot either no Okay. I right had for what? At my twelve-year-old brain, <laughs> I was a white kid in suburbia. I had nothing to be mad
2: mad about. I was like, yeah, my parents have jobs. Sometimes it's cool. So nice fun. I always lean towards the GBH version of, of, of that realm. You know, like yeah. people like exploit it. I'm like, oh, like GBH, GBH of, cool. I like GBH. GBH is cool. I remember that. that. And I then you that. realized that Rancid like loves GBH. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, you got to love somebody.
3: You know, I think, and uh, they just always struck me as cool. I never. I only met. Tim for two seconds one time, he was really nice. But yeah. uh, there are guys I mm-hmm. would like to, I would like to just sit down and, and like let them tell me about songs and and what it was like to be punk even
2: before then. Mm-hmm. That's interesting to me. Brad calls Tim Lint. Yeah, Brad's old band
0: toured with Rancid while they were writing uh, and How Come the Wolves, so he got to, to hear those here. songs kind of come together.
1: So
3: you know
1: him from that like way back the yeah. Yeah. Ivy Days and all that. Yeah, yeah. cool. Let like, go uh, the record. Who's touring? Let's go right. Yeah, there were two in that record, and then but they were writing the next one, so I got to hear a lot of that like backstage. Tell stuff. them the story. It was cool. Tell me the story. I'm into Tell it. What story? Was, story? Red, Red was, was in story. a band this, called this, the, the Goops.
2: This. Yeah, they're in the The story soundtrack. about 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 the tour and Tim saying talking to you about touring. Oh no, I was just talking to Joan about. you <laughs> we were that talking today. about Rancid this morning. That's not. I don't want to talk. Th- You've told that. it here like three times. <laughs> it's the best <laughs> fucking story. You've told well, it on the podcast. Tell, I, I
1: love those guys, but definitely a, can be a little oh. bit of a space cadet. And he, we started this tour. Oh, he's with a writer. At, he should be. Yeah,
3: he's probably th- he's probably not spaced out. He's probably thinking of something.
1: He's not <laughs> thinking of something else other than the conversation. Yeah, but having. people
3: disengage sometimes when they're. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They, they—I think they do it because they, have, their brain can't stop,
1: <laughs> can't stop, won't stop. We started a tour with him at Black Cat in DC, and after the show, he came. He watched the whole set and came over. and Goes, ah, great set, man. We should totally do a tour sometime. I was like, it just started. <laughs> 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 it was oh the my! First show. <laughs> and he had requested oh. that, like, he had come seeing us in New York play with with Stormy and like his booking agent and like had made the request. To, to put us on the tour. They, I don't
3: know what to say they, about they, they just asked. <laughs> Maybe he was
1: busy. He yeah. was
3: totally busy. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, people do... They say things and then... I mean, they were cool, though, right? Yeah. And they're awesome. It yeah, was awesome. that's oh, a cool time, too. I learned Jeez, a lot were cool.
1: like just watching those guys because... One thing I learned was I, I always thought, you know, punk rock was not the sort of theatrical, like sort of like premeditated thing that like they like rock or you know or like metal or like you know like and watching those guys those guys i realized these guys are professional punk rockers like everything <laughs> they did was thought out the most like spontaneous <laughs> thing they did on stage i saw it being practiced like at sound check or the really? night before oh yeah and even like di- inner like dialogue between songs you know which like you know, there's bands that just do that, and it's great, and they, and then you get bands that just can't do it at all at any point in their sure. career. And
2: I think that those that's guys the whole would like show,
1: and like we'd be like at lunch, you know, like at a diner or something, and somebody you know, would come up to him and say something, and like that would get referenced that night, like on the stage, like they were. He was constantly putting things together in his mind to like thinking of the show. Like they were not; they're not a spontaneous band. I like it. It was that, amazing. Though. Oh man, it was amazing. I wish no, I had the I, discipline for it's that. It's good. It's good. I mean, I'm I guess the point is like the point is the that's why I'm are not pros, rich, man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> because I never, I never thought of. I always that's too much work. I know putting in the time. They like,
1: definitely I've noticed were put that. in the time. They were definitely put in the time
3: all the time.
0: Yeah, like,
1: I remember people getting like
0: ma- people being like mad when they played SNL. Like they change outfits. Like they're not real. Like and I was like, yeah, <laughs>
3: they, they look awesome. Wait, first yeah. of all, hold on, back up. They played SNL. Yes. Oh yeah. They what? played
0: SNL in, like probably
3: like on the Wolves era of like, '95. Oh, like, Ruby Soho time. Yeah, oh, they yeah. played Ruby Soho. Wow, and, uh, dude.
1: It's SNL. On, I found it online recently. That's oh, the great. that's the crown. Yeah. That's the crown.
3: You're the king if you play SNL. Oh, You're yeah. the queen, the king. Until you, if watch, you until are you watch ben the and you can play SNL. You are the king. I'm in am book. I'm yeah, going next month
0: to see one of your your buddy Springsteen's
3: playing. My buddy. Yes. Yeah. He's the king. He's <laughs> yes. the big king. Yes. <laughs> he Teen- I don't think I get any bonus for for him going on there. I don't no. get any. I don't, <laughs> don't get any it's... kickback. No. Really? No. He seems to keep achieving. <laughs> and I seem to keep. I seem to keep like praying that I'm not going to fall off the face of the planet any minute. So. uh yeah, he's uh he's big ahead of me. Like couple couple trips ahead of me. But he did say he's another one. So people he told me one time from the horse's mouth that he was like, you know, people used to think that you know we were massively famous in the born to run and after all that stuff. Not true, my friend. Born in the USA. That right. was the time. That was the big time for him. Like so all that previous Really? Not so much a famous guy. No. Like not not giantly famous and not like hey
1: look man i'm i'm burning cash i'm i'm making it it's rain it's funny there's got to be not like that before. somebody should really? do like a show yeah. on all the 70s bands that we think of as like yeah. these 70s artists it didn't get big until they had that hit in the 80s. Yeah. That usually is not as good as their 70s stuff. I don't know about that.
3: There's like, like I don't I don't care. There was first couple U2 records before the Joshua Tree. I don't want to talk about them.
1: <laughs> I don't really like unforgettable that. fire? I don't
3: it's okay. Uh, There's good songs on it, there but are it's good not songs on it. It's
2: not slam
3: dunk. No, Joshua, Joshua Tree is
2: a slam dunk record. Right. That's like, a, bottom to One of the best records ever. Yeah. It really Just, is. Oof. That was that was heavy rotation in high school. Yeah. We had three records and that looking back I was like no wonder nobody hung out with us. Yeah, because it was Joshua Tree, Three Feet High and Rising, okay, or Anthrax Among the Living. That was it. Like we all, ever, Not like that slam was, dunks. That was all.
3: None of those two are slam dunks. That was Joshua Tree
2: We could all agree on in the car, like driving. Yeah. One of these three records would make everybody happy, <laughs> how and how it probably the and probably slam
1: dunk. Yeah, yeah, big slam. slam dunk. That, that record Let's Go is pretty close to a slam. Dunk. I, well,
3: I for me, I agree with you. Yeah. I thought about that before I said it actually, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> the thing was, is that not a slam dunk in the, in the sense of like the populace, like right, not right. everybody could get, you know, like, so, like those songs like Jimmy and Johnny yeah, and like yeah. the, you know, talking about last resort and skinhead stuff. Dope like, sick girl. Yeah. Nobody yeah, yeah, knew yeah, yeah. what dope sick <laughs> was. You was you know, I like, remember
0: bringing that CD into art class and my teacher being dope sick girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was like,
3: eh. Be like, you're arty, man. You <laughs> should be on the edge. Yeah. Would your art teacher <laughs> you know? let you play whatever you brought
0: in? Uh no I was I did an epitaph records mural when I was like in high school that had a huge picture of Tim Fat Mike and like Fletcher from Pennywise and I like had to bring in all these CDs Vanessa <laughs> did one of Chris Farley it's in her dressing room
2: that's amazing yeah
0: but yeah I remember having that well, CD she did a painting she did like a painting of like yeah we did do like what are you into yeah and so you pick your thing and then yeah you do a like a collage kind of painting you spent like a month
3: on it or something that's a good that's art cool. teacher yeah. Our teachers are supposed to be edgy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, Somebody's yeah, got to yeah. like, <laughs> like a mad real art teacher just came in and was like,
2: yo, this is a, this is what a dime bag looks like. Picks over the <laughs> table. You're like, this is how it goes on the street. Slaps the kids in the face. And, Tomorrow's project has to have your blood in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my, sure. Mine? Yeah, my Anyone what? in your family. Shit. You mean like that guy from the Libertines?
3: Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, wait, I, does that mean I get to date Kate Moss? That's what the kids are thinking. Again?
2: <laughs> again? Good oh. band, though. Hey, what's that joint in um, uh, New Brunswick, the little downstairs area? I saw you Court play? Tavern. Court Tavern. R.I.P. I, um, really? Is it done, yeah. really? Oh, shit. Again. Again. <laughs> yeah. I once saw you play acoustic there once, and it was before I'd moved to New Jersey. Yeah. And I've been, you know, lifelong Springsteen fan, you know, uh, never really understood the power of Springsteen in New Jersey till seeing you play there, uh, and you did a bunch of covers, you did a bunch of your stuff. And then at one point, I don't know if you remember this because you played a million shows, but you're playing a bunch of songs and you went, ah, fuck it. And you just launched into Atlantic City and the entire crowd was <laughs> oh, singing yeah. along, young to old, and it was this most beautiful thing. And I was just watching, They're and I was massive. like, there, "There it is. There, there is Jersey. Yeah, they right do there. it, man. They love
3: it. Yeah. I don't know why, but they do. Yeah, they, they. That's become a that's a recent kind of insurgence of people loving. That was not cool growing up. Right, you were not allowed to like Bruce Springsteen. Really? No, I had to keep that on the on a big deal. For real? Yeah.
2: Wow, God, I remember. That's like to... having
3: Catholic parents to the punks. You can't have that. You know what I mean, like like when you're, you know, when your parents are like real Catholic, you can't can't do nothing. That's how the punks are. You can't do nothing. You got to be punk 100 percent of the time. You know what I mean. And so, if you had anything like that, Springsteen
2: run hungry hard for the Ramones.
3: Yeah, not cool. <laughs> not cool. And I wasn't getting hit with any more skateboards, so I wasn't busy. I was in my private time listening to Springsteen. That's it.
0: Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry.
3: You know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you yeah. must know what I'm well, talking. Well, I about. wasn't.
0: I was kind of on the other end. Like I feel like when I got into like Fat Records and Epitaph, that's all I listened to. Yeah. Like,
3: I never... I didn't listen to Springsteen until I was way older. Sure. I mean, were you always yeah, kind of into mom. other stuff? Yeah. As well? I, I kind of took everything. I didn't talk about it too much because you can't. Um, but, yeah, I just took everything in, and I was kind of like, well, I see how this is the same. I, I was like, I, I hear The Clash, and I hear Johnny Cash and Bob Dylan and Bruce Springsteen, and it's all the same. Like, this is not different. And I couldn't quite grasp why everyone else thought it was so different. And uh, the... You know, especially when I got into, like, the jam and that kind
2: of thing. I was like, this is
3: the same. Yeah. There's nothing different about this. It's just a little faster.
2: Isn't it funny how, like, in England, like, it was the jam more than the Clash? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah It yeah. was? Really? Yeah, yeah. They, they, uh, I've been reading this, uh, Clash, uh, biography mm-hmm. that I stole from Brad's office the last time I was here. Um, and it talked about how, and then I watched this jam documentary recently that's terrible, but it's kind of interesting that how, like, the jam were the ones that, like, overtook the Clash and the Clash hated it they would go back to england for america and be like what the fucking jam and the jam would just shit on the clash like at least we're not the fucking clash wow and i was like oh that's awesome <laughs> i didn't think
3: anyone ever uttered the words at least we're not the clash <laughs>
2: yeah a fucking, i right. want to
3: make a shirt that says that <laughs> the jam. at least we're not the clash yeah the jam <laughs> that's awesome though yeah. paul weller's like an icon oh my there, god like. he's a big big deal hmm. cool but there, there i just did that the other day just for fun i posted uh, like an old picture of uh pete townsend and paul weller standing next to each other and not a single person, maybe two people, knew who Paul Weller was. No one. Everyone was like, "Who's a paperboy next to Pete Townsend?" And I was like, "Yeah." But I didn't respond. Though I just like mm-hmm. to watch the chaos.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I
3: don't, I, that's what I do online. I don't. I don't respond. I just like the chaos.
1: Just
2: set it up. <laughs> yeah, set, set it up, it up. and let like
3: chaos ensue. Like a like
2: a bowling alley. <laughs> yeah.
3: Ooh, but I pins. always end up being the pins somehow.
2: <laughs> you know. Online murderous. It, it took me until this stupid book to realize that uh, I'd have called you Woody Joe as a clash reference. Yeah, that was a, I was reading a book because I'm dumb. time, <laughs> no, it's not. It's, you have to read the book. I think, but it
3: makes sense. You know, yeah, it was one of those things, and like I was trying to side with his. I was sort of appealing to his more folk oriented side, which he had. Mm-hmm. Nobody really knew about. Oh, he was a total hippie beforehand. Yeah, big time, long hair, the whole bit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, dude, looks like Joe Cocker, you know, yep. in the right, right before the one and oneers and all that, you know. And then, but people change, and you were allowed to do that more so then because it wasn't you know everybody wasn't in your in your bushes in your kitchen, taking watching you
2: eat cereal. <laughs> so it was different, you know. You you could do things. And no comment boards back then, huh? No comment boards. No, <laughs> I don't mind it. I, don't, I just don't read it. Yeah,
3: Okay.
0: you
2: can't read it. Sometimes I do though. Yeah, I just can't get, contradicting
3: myself. Nah, I stay real neutral these days. These days I they don't. don't. I don't care. <laughs> I sometimes sometimes make a good point. That you know? that's what bothers me the most. What when they slap when, you in the when face when someone so it's makes a, totally a good, good point,
0: point and I'm, that that I feel like is when I get the most bump bo- that that hurts the most cuz I'm like fuck you're totally right but but it's never told
3: in like a helpful
0: way. Like yeah. I feel like it's always like hey idiot like you got this thing
3: wrong and I'm like oh yeah I did get that wrong. I totally wrong. Missed the <laughs> yeah. punctuation. But you know, people do that sometimes very badly. Um now I find where uh I was reading about the term rockist. But I had no idea what that meant. And I was like, I see this too many places to not know what this means. What is this? And I'm like, because it feels insulting. I feel like I'm being insulted right now. So I'm like, and I'm not even reading about myself. I'm reading about someone else. Rockist. Okay. Spell it. R-O-C-K-I-S-T. Oh. Rockist. I don't, it's invent- I don't know it either. Okay. I should know You it. should I know this. Like should this know is it. a writing thing. Yeah. So... uh it, you just know, go sun look at all over it's just like that but way different so you go on you go on pitchfork you'll find it a lot okay um but it's, first thing to avoid well, i don't yeah i don't i don't know they're, they're their own people whatever they want to do over there but uh they frustrate me a lot because you never get the you never get to answer back which kind of comes to my point um about this raucous thing so i was very curious what this meant so i was re- i looked up the definition what is this i don't know Uh, and so it came up and it's like a, uh, like a, a a pro rock and roll attitude. Like you're pro rock and roll, but thinking that all other forms of music are less sincere or genuine than the rock music. And I was like, well, wait, that's every fan of every genre, except, uh, they're comparing it. There was an example in the definition that I found. It may not be the definitive definition, but it was, uh, See, the days like this, I have to clarify. I hate that. I hate that I have to clarify definitive definition because somebody's going to go, that's not the definition I read. Whatever. <laughs> but um, they said that uh, in, the, in the 90s when Nirvana came out with Nevermind that Mariah Carey's record was big and they said that Nirvana took that over and the the person that was writing this said that uh, the sound of Smells Like Teen Spirit sounded like a sexual assault. They used that word. And I was like instantly like, er, breaks. Like, hold on. That is too strong for music. You're going too far. Like you're just—that's not right. Like, and I'm not being hypersensitive. No, I'm like you're just out of your mind. Yeah, you cannot say that a a music is like a sexual assault. Like that's—I don't—I don't don't know. You wouldn't say music is a house fire, like you. It's it's, just not. It's it's too much. And and but what my point was with this is that they're saying things like that. This is like popist or this is rockist or this is whatever. And so. I go and I start to look up what are they exactly saying is rockish you know and, and and like I found that if someone speaks about a particular music that they like be they, they have popism too popist if you want if you want to, if you maybe
2: not come up with this should have something dude, they dude, love dude. punched in front of them. Too much too much time too much free time. You You're taking to- the word elitist which is a right yeah. definition and taking out like right. what it the, rock elitist nah that's too much. Rockist. Take out the elite and put
3: incident. But it's, I mean, for me, the initial, you know, uh, I guess fascination with the word was that I was like, that sounds bad. That sounds a lot like racist. That sounds weird. Yeah. I'm going to mm-hmm. look up what this means. So then I look it up and then I find this thing about this whole Nirvana thing and the whole thing. And then people that say that they're, they love pop music or that they love rock music or they love hip hop or whatever. A lot of these people have, that are writing about music have said that simply by saying that I love hip hop music that you're hip hopist, and that you automatically they're saying that you are defining other forms of music as less true or less uh being meant less by the artist which i think is absurd like that just because if i say like i like adidas shoes i'm not commenting on converse or vans or any other brand i'm just saying i like this and just because i think They're they're sort of twisting it a little where, and this is what I mean about comments on the internet, is that they're twisting things that you, they're putting words and meanings and connotations on what you're saying that you're not even, you haven't even thought of. And so it's impossible to think nowadays because everyone I think is afraid to say what they think because there's so many other things going on that they're they're going to get slapped on top of it. right? Right. You know, like, you mean this. I know you said you like flannel shirts, but actually you said you think Dr. Martin Luther King wasn't a nice guy. And you're like, I
2: didn't... No, you're seriously just like flannel. It's like people trying to take... It's like when you text somebody and you think you're texting a joke and they're like, why are you mad? Like, no, oh, that's because you can't hear me because I can't do italics on my text. So it's everyone taking an insinuation or, um, you know... uh, they're trying to figure out what you're thinking, yeah. And that's what everyone does when you write something is, is online. It, oh, that's that's what you meant. Like, no, no, no. I I bolded that for a reason. Yeah. Is there some kind of like, like high people get from like being
0: offended or being outraged? Like, is there like some kind of like? Because it seems like yeah, I don't know. It seems like or just feeling right. Like, I feel like there's like so much like like sort of what you're saying. Like, I just feel like there's so much like self-righteous. Like, whenever anyone like fucks up on the internet or does something wrong, I feel like so many people are just so ready to just like, just wake up and come out of the water and be like, I can't believe this. And it's like, I don't know. Is there something like, what's the incentive, I guess? (sighs) Like, that's what I get. Like, like we were talking... Like, mm. isn't that International Men's Day thing? Like, I didn't know what it was. Yeah, me neither. I saw it, and I was like, ugh. Is that yeah. a sale? It's, well, I guess it was like... A, <laughs> Sometimes. I looked it up, because I was curious about it. Yeah, I thought... I was like, uh, like, this seems kind
2: of weird. International Men's Day? Yeah.
0: And it turns out it was, like, something for, like, men's health and, like, suicide prevention or something. But all these people were like, oh, this is the last thing we need. And it's like... <laughs> Which is like <laughs> fine, like <I'm> not, <laughs> fuck, you know, man. Yeah. Well, fine, like that, that's fine, but it's yeah. so interesting. It's like it's like okay, like I feel like that's like kind of implied, and then it's like you don't even know what you're talking about, and then it's like, but why even? I don't know. <laughs> it, that kind of stuff this just, the it just last, it's
1: the last thing we need. Feels like a setup. Men, they have it all. <laughs> Again, I don't need to be healthy. <laughs> fuck that prostate <laughs> <and> cancer. <laughs>
3: But that's what happens, though, is that you sort of get this, like, you know, momentum gets behind it. It's also
1: knee-jerk reactions, what you're talking about, that people don't know what they're talking about, and they just make a knee-jerk reaction.
3: Well, some people, though, what what I was talking about with people writing about it, these are supposed to be people that are educated. Last time I checked, you can't add PhD to your name without actually being a doctor. So, but but writer gets slapped under lots of people's names. (laughs) Like, I got an internet connection. (laughs) Who's going to hire me? Like, what? What? That's real? Yeah, that's real. I'm a writer now because I have an internet connection. <laughs>
1: like, I wrote some.
3: Oh, okay. A I
2: was a writer before, but nobody could read it. Yeah, and <laughs> that's mean, probably good.
3: Yeah. Like, you used to have to go through a filtering process mm-hmm. to be on television. You know, when you're in a band, you have to get signed before anybody hears it on a massive scale. You know, like, to be in a store, you've got to have a kind of a, a record deal of some kind. So somebody has to say, this is, I deem this worthy of being out, not because of of something, you know, just, I think that this is good, so I'm going to put this out. Now, that's not the way. You could just be, you could be six shades of crazy. <laughs> just, I mean, ooh. is it hard
0: for you sometimes to not take that stuff personally?
3: Yeah, big time. Like, I think it, it tripped me up for like the last three years until yeah. like right about a year ago. I was just like... And it was so dumb, like the thing that snapped me out of it. I just read my friend had this like wood block that was carved out that just said like, it's like, um, like he, he would just had this thing about not on the wood block. It just said like, uh, it, it said, fuck your bad vibes. <laughs> and I was just like, what, what's that about? And he goes, well, everybody, you know, just everybody, like I'm into this, so I'm going to do it. And I went, Oh. Yeah, you know what good for you. And that little thing just changed kind of changed my whole perspective on that cuz it used to bum me out big time. Cuz you don't want anybody to be mad at you or especially the whole reason to get out in the public and, you know, be in a band or whatever is to like you you're trying to communicate something, you know, on TV or whatever. And you don't want to be misunderstood. That's the worst thing, to be misunderstood or taken as as something that you didn't mean, you know? Right. And that that kind of that, I don't know, it blew me out for a really long time.
0: Yeah, especially when, like, I've had a lot of issues with bands. Like, when I was at AP, is like, my job was to be in charge of reviews. So, yeah. p- bands get bad reviews, they come yeah. after me. And it's, like, it's a very hard dynamic. But I've noticed that bands really, if you're, like, the music on this isn't good and you have good reasons to back it up, I yeah. feel like people generally don't get mad. It's more, like, when you're sort of, like... They think it's like a personal attack on them. Yeah. Or it's like, they're like, this is weird. And I feel like that's when it's got to weird. And that's not really what I do or try yeah. not
2: to. So, well, if you can qualitate your critical response, people go, okay, that's your opinion. Yeah. And it's, I understand that it's subjective, but you backed it up. I, I almost, don't agree. Yeah. It's cool to not agree. Yeah.
3: Totally. But I almost never do that anymore.
2: When, when you go after
3: someone, that's yeah. when it becomes, yeah. Yeah. You hard. go after their character or totally. what their intentions were you know, by meaning something, that's when it's, like, a trip. That's yeah. when that's when I get my feathers ruffled. Yeah. And I go, you don't... I've never been in the same Taco Bell as you. Yeah. Like, how do you know... You don't know what I meant. Like, and, and the like, the audacity fires me up that mm-hmm. they think that they know. And you're just, like, you're as dumb as I am. What are you talking about? Like, I'm not saying nothing about you. What are you... But it's also, like, it's know? like going
0: to a stand-up show when someone's... Ha- like, it's like they have the mic. Like, you don't really have a voice in that. Yeah. Like,
2: so...
3: Yeah, that's true. They we do. I used to have tell time.
2: people all the time back in the day, like we don't care where you were last night or who you're fucking. We just want to talk about your record. Yeah. You know, that's, like, that's good.
3: Yeah. Nothing
2: I don't I don't care. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> unless do- it influ- unless it's a story behind a song you want to sure. tell, then yeah, go for it. But other than that, like as no bearing on the art that you've created. That's between you and whoever. Yeah. And that's 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 hard for people to to get behind that. I used to call it like um uh still do Axl Rosing. Separate the art from the asshole. Oh, you know, because I got a good friend who's like related to Stephanie Seymour, and not a nice guy to her, you know, legit, like, like you know. And so it's so I got like, ah, fuck, Appetite's a good record, but he's kind of a cunt, so I have to like, (laughs) you can bounce it, you know what I mean? So I got to go. That's a great song. Would I want to hang out? No, yeah, probably not. Will I go see the reunion tour if that photo is actually legit? Maybe, totally, maybe,
0: probably, yeah, I would go. I would. What's it like? Like, do you? like with when you're working on a record, like you're you're just finishing a record now, like mm-hmm. is he, when you're writing it are you like should I not like how conscious are you of like maybe people like not attacking it but like latching on to one thing or another thing? How conscious are you of like, like in guess, the writing? I guess, yeah, just like with the, like, are people going to perceive this wrong? Am I clear enough with this? Like, your intention,
3: I guess. I think the first 10 minutes and the last 10 minutes yeah. of writing the song, yeah, very conscious. Because, like, I start everything and I go, I got this idea, I'm going to start writing this song. Oh, well, someone, so-and-so is going to say this about it. And then I just, all right, listen, who are you writing for? You know, I get out of here. So I stop with that. and then, uh, But then at the end, I kind of look it back and I, I think, you know, What would I think if I was a listener hearing this for the first time? What would, you know? Um, But I don't think about people's perceptions that much. Because I just, you got to stop. I I think that um, the best thing I read about that was um, Connor Oberst from Bright Eyes was just like, he had a record that was trashed when it came out. Right? Ten years later, same publication. Like, now hails it as one of the best (laughs) records ever. You know what I mean? And they, like, apologized. (laughs) And he just said... I didn't care then, and I don't. I don't care now. And I was like,
1: "Oh, oh yes,
3: <laughs> yes, good for you." So I I I went with that, and I was like, "All right, yeah, you just have to not care at all, mm. whether they praise you or whether they tear no, you down. You tough. just have to sort of not care." It is, it is tough, but I think as long, as long as you can get by with what you know, there is a sense of like appeasing people no matter what band you're in and like because you are always trying to be like you don't want nobody wants to nobody makes a record and goes hey you know what i want to do today lose fans (laughs) you know (laughs) like i want to make everybody mad and i just want to wreck my career there's a few Dylan
2: records i think he would say he did that on purpose
3: you know what it's so easy to say (laughs) i
2: have this theory
3: like i'm not putting my music in commercials and that goes for you know lots of people mr tom waits says it all the time i'm not letting my music it's easy when you're tom waits yeah. Because everyone wants to be your friend and everybody wants to, everybody reveres you as the holy grail. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, you try being in my shoes and say you're not going to use songs and commercials. When you gotta, you gotta pay the rent. Mm-hmm. I got bills. You know? So that's what.
2: No, I think, that was, I think that's totally fine. I don't think yeah. anybody begrudges anyone that. There used to be, even with actors for years, it was, you had to go to Japan to do your Heineken ad. And now it's like, I'm seeing George Clooney in, in commercials, and I think it's. Oh, with Danny DeVito. He yeah, you know, know what I mean? That that nice it's like, I know. think that was funny, though. I don't care. It is funny. You know what I mean? And Who they're cares? probably like, it's a funny commercial. What do I do with the money? It's my fucking money. What do you care? Yeah. If I'm going to donate it or use it for a car? It's up to me.
3: And London Calling uh, was in a Jaguar ad. London Calling.
2: Jaguar. Blitzkrieg <laughs> Bob was in a, it was in a, a, a Pepsi commercial good you know exactly the ramones are done with it yeah they wrote it already that's how i look at it it's Mm -hmm. done
3: you want to use my song i I think that's totally fine i I mean sometimes it's i think you have to be i I would be less prone to have a song that like is the slogan of something that would be you know because i don't know I, i think you know what it just depends on whether it's tuesday or thursday how i feel about it so some days i'm just like yeah take all my songs give me the money and some days I'm like, because I already wrote the song. It served my purpose. My purpose is served with the song. And I think that I'm kind of done with it after that. I'm on to the next thing. I don't, I'm not worried about what I already did. You've you know? playing
2: it over and over again? You feel that way?
3: Yeah, I'll play it over and over again. Mm. But, like, I mean, if somebody wants to, like, put new meaning on it, or maybe if there's, like, a cool movie that somebody wants to put a song yeah. in, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like the Devils, right, just asked to use one of our songs. For their goal song, I don't care. Yeah, I don't like hockey. I don't not like hockey either. And I think it's cool. So you wanna What song? How? This is got no chorus. It just says hey, hey A bunch of times. That works great for sports, you know? Yeah. Hit the thing in the in the in the net, make it go hey A. Hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Great. I don't even know if I got paid for it. I don't care. <laughs> it's cool. You know, and if they they wanna keep using my song, keep using my song. I'm not in minor threat. I didn't write those songs. Right. I'm not worried about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, I didn't write nothing, nothing. That just song says, hey, 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 it's about getting old. But that's what the song's about.
0: But I feel like you have this ideology. like, And I feel like this works into your songwriting, too. I feel like in your songs, you reference so many other artists mm-hmm. or a line from another song. And I feel like it's
3: funny when people are like,
0: well, he's ripping this off. He's ripping this off. And it's like...
3: Yeah, I just ran out of lyrics. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I had all my good ideas... But there was like six lines that, yeah. in the whole so, record. Like, well,
0: sitting in the of Bay has a line I like. Yeah, I, I was like, I just him. ran
3: out, and like it was like the jar was <laughs> tapped, dude. And I called all the good writers. I called Connor Oberst and he wouldn't come over. Tim Casher, I called him up, and I was like, oh, "Dude, man. I need some lyrics, bro, like ASAP." No, so I just said I got to take from somebody, sure. right? Well, I got that from hip hop. Yeah, so yeah, because they would always re- reference cultural things that were relevant to them at that time. And I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna." Reference the same thing because they already did, and because it's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about this, and I'm going to reference this. And I, I mean, you know, people have been like, "They're going to sue you," and I'm like, "Let them." All right, that's kind of not nice. It's like inviting somebody over for dinner because I will <laughs> tell you what, I ain't making no coin on that, so don't worry about it. But uh, yeah, I always like, I always thought I wanted I wanted people to know from my mouth where I was coming from. So I would drop, like, a little line in from a song. That way, I, it, wasn't, it wasn't up to the magazines or the, or the papers. It was up to me. Well, the difference between was. ripping
2: off and, you know, homage. Yeah. You know? And I think it's very clear in the songs. Yeah, I think so. I mean, if, if it's not, then don't, go listen to somebody else. You know? Like,
3: that's <laughs> if it bothers you so much. Were are you finishing up now? Just you? The yeah, solo record? just me. Hmm? Yeah. Bands on break. <laughs> I read it. Summer break. Time <laughs> off. Everybody freaked out. <laughs> you guys are going to break up. I was like, what? But didn't you put what? something out, right? Yeah. Say, hey, we're like, do you, Why do that? We're worried about. Why'd you put something out then? Just because I thought it would be better to be like, you know, we're going to take a breather here for a minute instead of just being like not saying anything. We thought about not saying anything for a long time. Yeah. We, we did for a really long time. But uh, it was just easier to be like, all right, listen, this is what's going on. You know, because I didn't want to be like, hey, I'm putting on a record and la la la. Look what I can do by myself. You know, I got the ball now. But it's not that it was just hey, Tom like,
2: Petty did a Full Moon Fever and everybody played on the damn record. Yeah, <laughs> not everybody. Howie famously didn't yeah.
3: like uh, Free Falling. Whoops. <laughs> you want to play bass? All right. <laughs> I mean, it's Free Falling. So yeah, he didn't like that. But you know, I, I didn't. I just thought it was it was fair to tell everybody. We told everybody after the last tour was already announced and and on sale and done. Mm-hmm. So it was like. Everybody who was—it was a festival tour, so it wasn't like a no one, you know, scrambled for tickets. I, mm. I was just like, "All right, we'll let you know what's going on. This is what's going on." You know, nothing. That's what's going on. <laughs> uh,
2: are the dudes playing on your record? Uh,
3: Alex played piano on two songs. Oh, but that's it. Yeah, but not. It's not like a non-collaborative thing. You know, we all just decided that like anybody got any, it's like we stuck up our hands in the air. Anybody got any guess on anthem songs? Nah. <laughs> i'm kind of tapped out on the gasoline anthem right now why is that i don't know i don't know you know that's what everybody said everybody collectively was saying this so we were just kind of like all right yeah i'm full it's thanksgiving dinner i'm full i don't want no more turkey i'm gonna go home now for a minute you know what i mean like that's this just happening you, you separate that you in your head
2: though you did something with uh you're talking about band was- nap.
3: yeah, yeah, band nap. <laughs> yeah. And yo, it's like, why should I put out the terrible record in the 80s when you The Clash and you put out that weird record <laughs> that nobody should have put out. Yeah. And he knew it. I know he knew it. Cut the crap. He, uh, was that the one? Yeah, but so. yeah, Mick, Mick wasn't yeah. even on that record. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's not a Clash record. No. You know that. It's there was funny. like a bunch of different people and it was yeah. not great. And, and... They did that because he and Mick were mad at each other. It's so like, fuck
2: you. No, Mick was out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he, he was did it. He did it as kind of a fuck you. Yeah.
3: I don't yeah. want to embarrass myself any more than I do. You know, so like, not have do can think, You know, now I'm, th- I'm talking in the now. I just think it's a better idea to just go. I don't have no more songs in this thing. And you know what? I need a minute on that on them songs. I need a minute. I gotta I gotta step away from this. You I differentiate
2: like a-, like a Gaslight song from a Brian Fallon song?
3: Hmm. Not when I'm writing. Hmm. Like when I'm writing, it's only for one project. So if I was writing like a record with you i would just be writing that so whatever came out that would be it that would be a waste yeah. i have no musical that's all right <laughs> i don't like space it out though but um well you know the things that come along with it because when you when you play in a band like the the songs sort of gather a lot mm. of what happened during that time or what they're about or all this there's all this other stuff that comes as the ball rolls down the hill you know it captures a lot of other dust up with it and and you know you just need to step away. Like, why people step away from TV shows that they're writing, yeah. you know? They're just like, I gotta go, man. I, c- I don't got no more ideas on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I gotta do a movie or something. You know? Because you just don't have any more ideas. And I think that that's like the Batman guy just bailed on Batman, right? The Christian Bale Batman? I would ask Stephen that. The writer. What? The or The director? Yeah, the what, new, you know the guy who's done, like, the last three Batman movies? Oh, yeah, Christopher Nolan, yeah. I think he was like, peace out on Batman. No, he I think no he always wanted it
2: to be a trilogy, and then he fucked up the third one, so...
3: Well,
2: Which is but you know what I mean. You, you guys obvious. have
0: always done... I mean, like, you know, you did the Horrible Crows record, Benny yeah. does Bottom Feeder. Like, I think you guys always have kind of other
2: stuff. But there was tunes on Horrible Crows I felt like... They sound like, you know, they were, like, they were your songs. So, yeah. they, so in my mind, that could be a Gaslight song. Sure. Like, that, would, that would fit in a set list, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that that's kind of the nature of the being the guy who
3: does it, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, we've always done it, but I think that when you're in that position where you you don't have time to do anything else, like, you know, like, Benny wouldn't have time to play drums and bottom feeder, really, if Gaslight was still going You don't have time for anything. That's the thing about those things, is it's all consuming. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's cool when you're into it. When you're not into it, it's a drag. You know, like, if you're like, hey, man, you can't eat anything but pancakes today. Forever. You're like... <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> All and right. like, yeah, you can have blueberry pancakes and strawberry pancakes, but it's still pancakes.
2: So you're just oh, like... Oh, well, see, there yeah, your argument is faulty, right? <laughs> Fair enough. But the, you, you can know, like, pant- you can like like chocolate chip and then you can have like, you know, buckwheat pancakes. Three meals a day. Yeah. And sometimes you're just out. Well, then sometimes I'm just out on Flaks. pancakes. Flax and weird pancakes you told me to eat one time, Brad. Flax. But something. this was like, <laughs> this was a lot going <laughs> into it. You yeah. know, like there was
3: more than, than just, than just that. Like there was also this the whole thing of like uh what you really just gonna keep pounding out the same songs and then making people buy tickets to that when when we we're just kinda not doing anything new right now. Like
2: eh nah. No, that's that's legit. Like, you know, you, you feel like you know you you feel like you're underserving your audience, so that that's fair. I would have
3: mm-hmm. in the if we continued I think yeah. everyone would have. Yeah. Everyone would have felt like you're selling pizzas that you wouldn't eat. You know, and right now, it's just like, it's a personal thing. Like, I feel like it's my house. I could blow it up if I want. Sure. You know, like, not. this is how all four of us, I think, would say, like, you know, if I want to take this thing down for a minute, I could do that. And I think that it's a good thing to stop before you do something that you really don't want to do.
2: No, I, I had this argument with like with uh, with other bands. not argument, I guess, just opinion. Rather, when bands say we're going on hiatus, like don't say anything, just don't put out a record for a little while. And people go, oh, I wonder if I put. I out a was record. down with that idea. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was
3: in. Me, Ben was in on that idea, way into it. Yeah, just like not saying anything. Like, but then you know, the the I guess the other, other voices are like not in the band, but like everyone mm-hmm. was like, maybe you shouldn't do that. You probably should say something. And we were like, whatever. All right, you want to say something? Fine. <laughs> I really don't care. Like, we'll say something, we'll not say something. But we were initially just going to be like, what? (laughs) nothing, you know, not say anything. Because we didn't want to break up and then like have the big hubbub of a reunion tour if we decide to do it, you know, tomorrow. Because that's just like, (laughs) it's embarrassing. It's like your birthday at McDonald's, you know, like you're screaming for your name and you're like, (laughs) ah.
0: We had the bet. we had, we had Travis Morrison on from Dismemberment Plan. Mm Mm-hmm. When they they put out another record, I was like, "So are you guys a band? Are you not a band?" And he was like, "He's like, dude, we're adults. Like, this isn't like my girlfriend. We're like, we're dating sometimes, <laughs> yeah. and we're not. It's like when we're together, we're together. When we're not, we're not. This isn't like a relationship. I like have to qualify it. Like, and I was like,
3: that's like a really good answer. That's a great yeah. answer. Yeah, good for him. Again, yeah. though, smarter than me. A <laughs> He's a smart level. dude. He's very smart. Yeah, The dismemberment <laughs> plan is on a little different level than this guy.
2: <laughs> I don't
3: I know, know. I know. I don't. I don't four of the chords and they know fit all of the chords you know? <laughs> they, lots of lyrics they play and books. a
2: lot of chords <laughs> yeah lots I of books they read man. love that so man.
3: much time they had that's yeah. because they existed before the internet you know? yeah what do you work. want from me i had television and the internet i don't know i can't think you distracted. <laughs> it's a lot of
1: content a you know lot what i'm saying lots always of things something on me yeah yeah that's why you live in new jersey so you can think yeah i gotta think you gotta think
3: it's totally, Jersey, Jersey's a I got great Bruce place Springsteen to stuff to think about. Yeah. Oh, and Matt, you know the, the other doing? the other big. Uh, yeah. I think he's getting ready to do that River Box set. Oh, but yeah. the other big thing that they hurl at you when you're uh, from New Jersey and you like Bruce Springsteen is, if they don't like your record, they compare you to Bon Jovi. <laughs> but if they do like it, they compare it to Bruce, <laughs> and you're just like, what if that's not really that big of an insult? Like, yeah. like you may not like Bon Jovi, but he's never really done anything that embarrassing. You know right. what I mean? She- like he hasn't. He hasn't like you know gone on like a bender through like a clinic or anything you know. The only embarrassing thing
2: like, he's ever done is is a hairstyle. What about
3: chaps? dude? Everyone's <laughs> done. That's what like I'm saying. That. That, that's you it. I mean?
2: His hairstyle was with seen chaps. by everybody. Your boy with Mark Ruffus would say that about some of his hairstyles. <laughs> I would say that about my hair. hair I feel but like if I, all Mark has ever done and and I've met Mark <laughs> twice. Oh, I thought he was your boy. <laughs> what? Well, no? fi- I mean, we're friends on Facebook. <laughs> no, Trish worked with him. I mean, she worked with him forever at Fuse. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, you. Yeah. We've known each other. I've only seen Blink play twice and only once with Travis in the band. I was yeah, with I, you, I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, only like, saw jo- I saw him with Josh Freeze, which was amazing. They might but, think that some of their stuff was, you know, cool and some of it wasn't cool and that's fine. And
3: like, no, I think everyone has it. I wasn't trying to single out him. I was just saying that people have things, mm-hmm. different points in their life that they mm-hmm. think are cool and not cool.
2: No, I think, <laughs> I think Bon Jovi, I'm still a big fan of Bon jo- you know, <laughs> I've got my sold out Slipper and Wet t-shirt from that tour still.
0: Can't wear it. I feel I like if it. I make fun of the way anyone looks, they're gonna show me a picture of me today. <laughs> <laughs> remember like, when we did that Brian Fallon podcast? Yeah. Do you remember you remember like? when you look like a
3: maniac yeah. You don't look like a maniac though. You, you look like a off. like a like a Renaissance like French painter. <laughs> like you look so smart. You, you look, got so look so much more artistic than everybody else. <laughs> A bicycle creepy. out
2: front. Do <laughs> yes. whatever you want.
3: Yeah, you got Brian. <laughs> Benny says, "Wear what you dig." That's what he says. Wear yeah. what you dig. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I an, love that
0: quote. I went to a Nets game with him recently. Yeah, he loves the Nets. He does love the Nets, big time. Did he explain <laughs> what was happening and how the game worked?
3: <laughs> sort
1: of. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: was like, "Why is everyone rooting for the Bulls?" And he was like, "They're a really popular team." Yeah,
3: <laughs> Bulls popular team. Uh, yeah, since Michael Jordan and all that. Right, right. He was pretty good. Eddie Vetter, big Bulls fan. <laughs> Not yeah. sure why. Yeah, I don't know. He just likes the bulls. Yeah, I read that somewhere. Um I've seen you guys cover "Stay Love and Trust." Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's great. Classic single. Love it. Soundtrack. Yeah, I love the single. Soundtrack that Soundtrack is so not good. afraid. So Me too. good. Me too. I had it on cassette. It's good. It's really good. I like a lot of things Did you get like a that. Single. Yeah.
1: Did you like the kiss that you put? Yeah, no, I don't know full, you were thing. Thing. Yeah. You know, is it all right to like that Singles Yeah. I mean, uh placements were on it? Westerberg. Westerberg. Dyslexic yeah. heart.
3: It was a replacement. Yeah. Just one.
1: Replacement. He still counted at that point. Yeah,
3: he's
0: the only dude that could pull off a line that was like, "My heart could use glasses" or something. <laughs> like, this actually sounds cool. If anyone else yeah. said this, I'd be like, "Dude, you yeah. have to be kidding me." <laughs> no.
3: And then it was uh waiting for somebody. Was yes. on there yeah, yeah. Waiting team. for somebody. Like so good. One. Wood was that on there? Wood yeah, was, 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 was yeah. That's my
2: favorite Chan song. Really. Yeah. yeah, me too. It's a great. It's the only a great one song. I liked. It's a great song. They were, yeah.
3: They were heavy, too heavy for me. I was like, I just get bummed when
2: I listen to them. I'd be like, Ooh dark they were dark and then and then it just like got so dark that it just ended yeah dark. But, but then yeah. You, watch you can't the- open your hands because you're too that's but the- that's heavy shit but <laughs> lane but then you watch
0: them on like headbangers ball with ricky rackman they're so goofy yeah. See I never
3: saw the goofy Dude, part.
0: It's on YouTube. I watched it all recently. Right. It's like them at like like some like um water park or something and they're all just like pranking each other and running around in bathing suits and it's totally oh, wow. yeah. All right, I'm going to watch it. Wild.
2: That. They're it's one insane. of those bands where is when I first start listening to them going they're singing at the same time but it's slightly different oh i'm learning what harmonizing is i thought that, that was just one guy with, with a really cool voice <laughs> i didn't know what that was i was like there's two guys i was
3: like there's never two singers get out of here there's only one really just big enough for the both of us
2: <laughs> maybe two microphones one has
3: an effect on it yeah Peter who knows? Gabriel. <laughs> i like that i don't know I, I just yeah the night i was i was 11 though like i didn't know it wasn't cool yeah, <laughs> everything was cool I was like I still think everything, even flow Nirvana whatever yeah.
0: I, I like talking about this stuff
3: because we're the same
0: age Yeah, and I feel like everyone I talk to is like 10 years younger than me and I'm always like trying to explain stuff see everyone
3: I know is older than me I do really? that on purpose so I look young yeah, yeah that's smart yeah it's a good idea yeah. but <laughs> they argue with me all the time like my friends <laughs> uh, like the Bouncing Souls guys are they're a little bit older than me and they they do not get down on Pearl Jam they cannot get down with me because for them it was corny at that time and I'm like, you dummies don't like none of it? None of it. You can't get down with none of it. No. They do not get down with it. And I respect it because I said to Pete and Brian one time, why do you not like this so much? They're like, dude, because we grew up at a different time than you. It's not cool. you know." And I'm like, alright. Respectable. I got you. Like all this like, you know, everybody would be like Ironically, buying a Pat Benatar record, you know, that was into like Fugazi and Rights of Spring and stuff. And they'd be like, "Look, I got a Pat Benatar record," <laughs> and you'd wrong. be like, "That's not cool, ever." <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> yeah. And you, but you're supposed
2: to think it's cool, right? Look, I got Glass Tiger. What, <laughs> dude? And no, I will defend Glass Tiger. Whatever. Whatever. Don't forget me when I'm gone. Brian Adams singing back up. swinging on the back. Glass wow. Tiger. Come on, Brian. You lost me. Oh, you throw out Glass Tiger. You don't like throw out their biggest hit. I don't know what their biggest hit is. It was I just, just said a, it. Don't forget me when I'm wrong. Okay, but it was Gone. probably
3: a record that I saw somebody walk out of a store with and get all like mm. excited about. Look, look at
2: this. Trying to drop Glass Tiger. I don't know. What
3: that's because that's what happened. It was a story. It was a real story. It wasn't really oh, a really? drop. It was an actual story. It was like oh. went into yeah, like people come that I know and they come out of record stores with things that they like and they go, look at this, but. I don't think they really like it. Mm -hmm. I think it's just. You think it's
0: ironic? Forcing the irony? Yeah.
3: Got it. I'm not big on the irony. Don't like that. Mm -hmm. Don't like it. You're a sincere dude. Yeah. And I I, I think that I'm a a sinceritist. (laughs) Sinceritist. I'm a
1: deep seated sinceritist. All right. Yeah. That was good. That was
0: great. Uh, Good job. Thank you, Brian, for coming by. Uh, like I said earlier, we've been trying to get this to happen for a long time. So we really appreciate it. And do yourself a favor check out Brian's solo record, Painkillers, when it comes out on March 11th. Uh, you can hear the single, A Wonderful Life, which I believe is the first song. And it's great. And guess what? So are all the other songs. There's a lot it's of good to know. It's cool. It's like, Got a different vibe to it, I feel like, than Gaslight, but it's familiar enough. Where if like you're a fan, it's not going to turn you off. And there's a lot of kind of variants, kind of song to song. I think it's great. I, uh, it's kind of hard for me to find stuff I really like, like instantly can kind of be drawn to. And uh, it's a good record. I'm gonna stop gushing about it now.
1: So if you like Jonah, maybe you'll like this record.
0: It'll help you understand me. Well, yeah, that's a good way to put it. (laughs) Yeah, Brian gets me. Um and if is that your
1: sticker on your car?
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, uh. So yeah, thanks, Brian, for coming by. Uh, if you like this podcast, you can donate a dollar to uh, goingofftrack.com dot com to help us pay for our server costs. We have over a hundred ninety episodes on our server. Yeah, so that's a lot of space and a lot of hours of us talking about dumb stuff. It's
1: over a hundred ninety hours. Over a hundred ninety hours. Yeah.
0: Wow. So that's like,
1: Uh, do the math. It'll, it'll freak you out.
0: It's like probably a week or something. Yeah. Um, (laughs) and, uh, if you don't want to donate, also just you can leave us a nice review on iTunes. You can tweet at us, say you like this episode. You can, uh, tweet at Brian, tell him how this is the best interview he's ever done. Any of that, uh, Facebook, we're, we're everywhere you can find us. But if you're listening to this podcast, you probably, no, I talked to so many people where they're like, "What do you do?" I was like, "Oh, I do this podcast." And they're like, "What's a podcast?" Still? Really? Still, yeah. Under 50? Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, I just don't know. It seems complicated like." And I feel like <laughs> I have an aversion to like new technology too where I'm like, maybe
1: uh, there are they under 20 because that's what I feel like there is a kind of a cutoff both ways maybe.
0: I have to be honest, I don't talk to a lot of people under 20. <laughs> Unless it's a very, very, that's probably okay. weird situation. They, you know what?
1: They don't have a lot to say, Jonah.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And I'm not going to apologize for that.
0: I did a, <laughs> I did a, when I did, um, I did a cover story on no effects for Alternative Press when I was it was their first interview in seven years. This was probably like twelve years ago, and uh, probably 2004 or something. And I remember I interviewed Fat Mike, and he was like, and I, he was like. I was like, you guys have a lot of younger fans at your shows. Like, what's that like? And he's like, what I'd like to say to our younger fans. I'm paraphrasing. He's like, what I'd like to say to my younger fans is uh, thank you for supporting the band. But he's like, if you're 15 or younger, I don't care about what you have to say. (laughs) He's like, there's nothing that you can say to me that's going to interest me. (laughs) At the time, I was like, wow, dude. Like, what? And then I'm looking back. I'm like, yeah, I understand. (laughs) Like, you know, whatever. He was probably like 30. I would
1: raise that a few years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I think he, I was like, oh, he's being so dismissive, and I was like, no, like, (laughs) it's very clear what this guy cares about, and he can't talk about that with someone 15 anyways, so that's probably a good policy. (laughs) Um, But yeah, thanks to everyone for listening to Going Off Track, and... I don't think uh, you can
1: legally talk to Fat Mike if you're under 18.
0: Yeah, you shouldn't, yeah, (laughs) but you can listen listen to their music. They have (laughs) so many, I've sort of rediscovered NoFX, because... I'm friendly with them, and uh, they have so many great songs. Oh,
1: yeah. They're no effects, dude. So,
0: yeah, listen to no effects, but be careful (laughs) out there. Listen to our episode (laughs) of Going Off Track with no (laughs) effects. If you're over 18. If you're over 18, probably (laughs) our most, definitely our most explicit episode (laughs) of all time with Fat Mike and Soma Snake Oil, which is nicely bookended by an episode with my parents (laughs) the the following week.
1: Or the week before,
0: or something. I know they're just (laughs) next to each other. So listen to those two. Try to
1: purify.
0: Listen to those (laughs) two. It'll give you a good range of experiences. I told my parents not to listen to the one with Fat Mike, but I'm pretty sure they did. Oh, God. So what are you going to do, man? Um, But yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks again to Brian. Uh, Check out his solo record, Painkillers. Check out all the Gaslight stuff, and we'll be back next week. Thanks.